0: Season is upon us.
1: Hey now,
0: or it feels that way.
1: I wish. Actually, next week will be week seven. I feel like when I feel like when football starts, it just like it's like a blur until Thanksgiving. Because I was looking at a lot of stuff
0: at your favorite team, the Kentucky Wildcats. uh, Going to a game once a year is probably one of my favorite things to do. Mm -hmm. The tailgating experience, all that stuff. So I'm looking at tickets today, right? I keep getting these ads for you know Kroger my, Field. Yeah, Kroger Field, buy tickets, plenty of seats left. So buy
1: one, get know. one free. Buy a loaf of bread, get a ticket free from Kroger.
0: No, like if you want to go watch UK play Youngstown State, okay. sure, you could get a a good seat for fifty five bucks. That's not bad. That same seat versus Georgia. 220.
1: Oh, they play Georgia at home this year? At home, yeah.
0: Like, well, that's, that's the – That's uh-huh.
1: that base value or is that – that That's off secretary.
0: ticket, buying straight from the school.
1: Ticket, ticket McG- McGee? Yeah. Your friend? So
0: I was looking at the – at, you know, being fully healed up and all this from my surgery. Really not being able to drink but wanting to go to a game. So I was looking at the Louisville game, which is the last home game of the year.
1: Yeah, that's a big one. What's that rivalry it, called? Kentucky Low- Louisville rivalry. Yeah.
0: The governor's cup.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a, uh, to see which team ends up over 500 for the year.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, and they still finish the same as Ohio state to be honest.
1: Yeah. How's more, more going to have a good team this year, right? I don't know. They got Phil Sims jr. Back there at quarterback. <laughs> I feel, they don't have to DJ Sims. Jr.
0: Yeah. Probably not – probably no relation. Might be a Sims on the team, but can you imagine being a Sims on Moorhead State but not no relation? Yeah. Wouldn't you lie, though? Wouldn't you be One like,
1: M, S-I-M-S. Yeah.
0: We dropped the M too much. But so I went and watched the last home game last year and snuck into some fabulous seats. So I was like, I wonder what those seats cost against Louisville if there's any available. And there was like four seats available. We were two rows up behind the bench, behind the home yeah. bench. Forty yard line. What do you think? Versus Louisville. Forty yard line behind the bench.
1: Um, like face value?
0: Face value.
1: Five hundred bucks.
0: Fifteen hundred dollars. Hmm. Well So I took the beers and beers credit card and I just I got us a box. <laughs> so
1: but my alma mater, the Ohio State, tickets in like the very last row of the upper deck it's like some games is over 200 dollars.
0: at that point isn't isn't the tailgating more fun or like yeah than being in the stadium
1: i think in general i mean i go to i haven't actually been to a game since before covid but i i would go to usually like not the biggest game i'm like i don't have the the stamina for what
0: is the biggest I, game? i home do, do like produce? a uh
1: yeah, Ohio State, Purdue. No, Miami. like I went to. I think the last game I went to was the game, actually it was against Penn State in 2019. Okay, Halloween Aaron, weekend. Aaron's our buddy, water.
0: Game, the water.
1: Yeah, and but that was a huge game. Before Is that, one Penn State looking, won though. No, Ohio State won. That was a it was a, a ten point fourth quarter comeback. Yeah. Um, and actually asked, wait, that would have been 20. Jeez, what year did I get married? Twenty nineteen. That yeah. was twenty eighteen. Because I asked. That's your uh, UK
0: beat. Penn State in the whatever bowl. In Florida,
1: yeah. I asked. I asked my best man to be uh, to be my best man at that game. To be your husband. Yeah, to be my lawfully wedded best man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at the game. Yeah. Did you do some gay shit? And be like, man. Would you be like, hey, bro, I'm getting married. You you down to be there?
1: That's pretty much what it was.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't think guys put too much stock
1: into No.
0: I mean, we put thought behind who we want there, but what's crazy. I is wanted that my
1: wife there and anyone else. I didn't care. My yeah, wife, your my wife,
0: mom. somebody to officiate and whoever's bringing the booze
1: and George Phillips to be the announcer. Yeah.
0: George Phillips was there for like nine minutes. <laughs> he Shout was there for George the, uh,
1: he was there for the actual wedding and then did the introductions.
0: Yeah. Nine minutes.
1: Yeah. He did such a good job though. He did. The main he event made. of the evening.
0: George Phillips is awesome.
1: Everyone was like, wait, you got you have a real professional like Was that Michael Buffer? Man. Yeah. Crazy. I'm forever forever grateful to him for that. But have uh, you seen him since? Yeah. I see him at shows all the time.
0: Is he still in the legislature?
1: Yeah, he's running for the Ohio. Uh, state house yeah they're in the same district (laughs) because it's ohio he's in northeast Uh, ohio uh one southwest ohio but it's the same district um but i did want to say so we got football uh football season next uh whatever week this week is week zero northwestern and nebraska playing in ireland for some reason um
0: (laughs) the guinness bowl
1: (laughs) It's always like the weird games the first week. It's like you get like a Hawaii game. You get North Texas playing somebody. Yeah, because the teams that play Hawaii get to start a week early.
0: Because of the time zone change, right?
1: Yeah, like they, if you play Hawaii, then they give you, I think, like the week after off or what they give you like an extra bye week. So any team that plays Hawaii can play in this first Because season. of the travel? Yeah, I'll or assume. Uh, Nebraska Northwestern are going to Ireland, so because of the travel too. So think
0: about that. We're we're talking about an amateur sport where the not so much completely true now with name, image, and likeness. Yeah, but the cost to to just for that trip for both teams is ungodly, and there's some poor English major at one of those schools. Like, gosh damn. Thank God, Joe Biden just cut off ten grand of my debt because this is fucking crazy. These bitches spending all my money. Yeah, I did want to are say. You, are so, your since, student loans paid off? Did you get a little?
1: Yeah, I paid. No, I paid them off two years ago. We we can drink to that, Gary. Yeah. I, yeah. Do you feel uh, cheap though? No. I'm paying for. Scott I would have paid seven. them off anyway, even if they were were forgiven. I still would have kept paying. <laughs>
0: just pay just paid yourself
1: um but yeah so i was uh we've been telling stories and, and we've been telling mma stories but i wanted to tell my my favorite ohio state football story the first time i was ever in ohio stadium okay so there was the year was 1998 i was eight years old no seven years old uh ohio state had in
0: 1998 yeah so that fall
1: i was born no it's spring game Okay. I was like, that
0: started my senior year of high school in 1998.
1: Yeah. So, the first time I was ever in Ohio Stadium, I was seven, and my uncles took me to the spring game. Ohio State's coming off the the Rose Bowl win, the big win over Jake the Snake Plumber, uh, and, you know, going to be number one ranked team in the country. My uncles take me to the to the spring game. Back then, I think it was like free. And they lost. Yeah. They lo- <laughs> well, once they went one and one.
0: Yeah. The, the starting defense lost.
1: But they, so, um, you know, we're in, we ended up making it to the very first row. And this is when Ohio stadium had a track around it. I don't know if you ever remember yeah. that, but there used to be a track around the outside of it. So we made it to the very first row of, you know, we're right behind the bench where, you know, John Cooper's there. Uh, Eddie George is on the sideline. And I'm with my, my, all of my siblings as I have three siblings, a brother and two sisters, and then two of my uncles, my one uncle, hops down onto the track. That's what I'm
0: talking about. <laughs> Columbus on the sideline.
1: At least was on the sideline for a good ten minutes before uh, noticed. before the police came up and was like, sir, uh you're gonna have to and, and they ask he was like, and he wasn't he wasn't giving it up that easy. He was like, actually I'm a I'm a coach. <laughs> you're not you're not sir, a you coach are, Sir, you are five foot six uh, <laughs> and you're wearing jorts. <laughs> I don't think you're a coach. Oh. but he went up he was standing uh my uh, but they didn't arrest
0: you they just said go back to your seat
1: no this was the 90s man come on they didn't arrest you then now he would be he'd, he'd still be in prison if it was he would have been they would have you know thrown him to the ground and probably kicked him in the head a couple times that's the but yeah the so Ohio they <laughs> I think they didn't even kick him out of the game I think they just were like sir go back to your seat but we have a picture of him standing right next to um Eddie George did he like to shake his hand or anything? Heisman Trophy winner. No, he's just standing next to him. I don't have any cool Heisman Trophy winner. My cool I mean, that's story. not even really my story. It's, I was there.
0: I, um, my senior year, I went to, on a recruiting trip to Louisville. Like, I think I've told you this before. I had my heart set on playing at the hey, University of Louisville. Man. Like, I was John L. Smith. John L. Smith was the coach. Um, my buddy, you've met Stokes. His brother was an, was an athletic trainer, and so we get there.
1: He's going to get you the steroids that you needed to maintain. I, you know, I
0: was, I, I was natty. I was, I was, still pretty strong. I still, you know, I was just fat. We get there, and we're like, we got the treatment right. They don't give a fuck about us, really. I mean, they they invited us there. We got all the all the same treatment as all the other recruits swag did you get
1: the, the lanyard
0: yeah got a lanyard, lanyard got to hang out with the in the alumni we're talking you know i remember because
1: now they do like you can try you try on the the uniform and they, yeah, they well, let you, you know, try none of that it was like me, cody
0: <laughs> and a guy by the name of nate mcpeak who was from eastern kentucky as well who, who went on to start like 50 straight games or something for marshall um And is like one of the most successful high school football coaches. He he comes from a long line of football. But anyway, it was us and a bunch of people from all over the country. We get out, and they had just, that day, they were playing Memphis. I'll never forget. still think they were Conference USA.
1: Was it still Memphis State?
0: No, it was Memphis. Okay. And they were dedicating the Johnny Unitas Museum. And so when when they drop us off, a car pulls up and out of the car, right, like right behind us was Johnny
1: Unitas. What? Golden arm himself?
0: Bro, flat top on point. Like still (laughs) Still had had it. it. Still (laughs) had it. And I was like, oh, man. And of Uh, course people are. And I was like, and we shook his hand. I was like,
1: oh, my God.
0: Johnny Unitas.
1: I just remember his backup, Earl Morrill. Looked exactly like him. Play, played in was it Super Bowl three against was it was they played Joe Namath against the Jets, Jets and Colts. Yeah, but and I, I
0: just you know I, I just remember like I remember how heartbreaking it was when I got the letter that said unfortunately we're good in Apollo scholarship but we'd love for you to walk on and I was, that pretty much ended my college career right there like a dumbass you know looking back but you I wish still could I could
1: have walked on and been on you could have been like Rudy. See,
0: yeah, but I mean, my, somebody was going to have to pay for it.
1: Oh. Could have been Rudy, Gary, same yeah. four letters.
0: I mean, let's be honest. I probably would have been starting by week three,
1: but. Yeah. You just take out the other two centers. Yeah. Or three, so, six, probably that were in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> you could have been long snapper. You I, could have worked your way up.
0: Yeah, but I wasn't really even good at that. That was, we had a long snapper by the name of Jeremy Taylor, You got to be. About five foot four, little guy. <laughs> Was our he, long snapper?
1: You know who? It uh, was a long snapper in high school. Apparently, Adam Carolla.
0: What, in like the '60s,
1: from the Man Show. Yeah. No, he's not that old. It's, I mean,
0: I would say from the
1: he from is his, his own show now. Yeah. Like I
0: wouldn't say he, like you would know Adam Carolla from the Man. Like only specific people would know him from the Man. Like he's got his the own Man show, and then he has a, a love line.
1: Love line, and then he has a, a line of adult beverages called the uh, uh, Mangria. Remember we it's talked about awful. that? Yeah,
0: it's awful. Everybody was wanting the game.
1: So I didn't know if you were going to drink tonight, Gary. So I brought a little something of my own. I, I'm yeah. actually going to drink two things tonight. So all right, I don't think I it's have a not whole. Bourbon.
0: I've not cleared my desk off in a while, so I've got bourbon just everywhere. It's everywhere
1: here. that so looks like it's in a plastic bottle. Not it's in a glass bottle, but it's not okay. bourbon. It is Bullet Rye. Oh, so I'm gonna drink some bullet rye. Good old boys drinking whiskey and rye,
0: saying yeah. This will be the day I haven't had any of this died. in a while.
1: It it kind of like it's a small. I have a smaller bottle, so it always sits like kind of in the front of my uh, bourbon shelf. But I haven't had any of it in a while. and I was like, I'm gonna drink some bullet rye. So. Well, while
0: Dave was talking about that, I want I want to talk to everybody about a serious little situation here. Something that's you know Sorry. we talk about spirits and drinking here, but um, did you know, David? I didn't even put this in here. I was going to surprise you with it. <laughs> A new study shows that magic mushroom psychedelics may help heavy drinkers quit. Quit drinking? Quit drinking, yeah. So the compound in, in the psychedelic mushrooms is the psilocybin, right? Which is highly illegal.
1: Okay.
0: Except in the, like, the city in like Portland. <laughs> Like the city has decriminalized it, but um, new research published this Wednesday, which is today, uh, which was the first modern controlled trial of psilocybin at John Hopkins University shows that patients taking a capsule of psilocybin um, while they were heavy heavy drinkers um, quit drinking about one- quit drinking in one to 10 days while doing this therapy. Now it wasn't like they just took the pill and stopped drinking. They did. Um, it says about half who took the psilocybin stopped drinking entirely. Um, but they did these, they took these, these capsules, they would lay down with their eyes covered and listen to, to music. And then they received, uh, 12 sessions of talk therapy. Okay. So they would do two sessions where they would take the, the psychoactive, listen to some music with their eyes covered, and then they would do the, you know, just regular cognitive behavior therapy. And it it had some success. And I know like ketamine is a thing now. Like the psychedelics, I'm not listen, I'm afraid to go inside the depths of my brain.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Are you like it's I'm not scared. that I'm scared of but like I've I ingest so much fucked up media, like yeah. I, we were talking about. I remember watching the movie Hostel by Eli Roth. Have you ever watched that? No, it's awful. It is so like the way people. It's it's about a hostel where these kids were getting kidnapped and basically. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Rich people would yeah. would be able to do whatever they wanted to them. Like yes, yeah, I know, remember that movie. Now. Cut them up and uh, it just.
1: Yeah, was I that watched he, Rob he, he, Zombie's The
0: House of a Thousand Corpses.
1: Yeah, he's so
0: just... like I've like so much of that is embedded somewhere in here, right? You download. I'm afraid what would seep out between that. I remember renting um, Faces of Death. You were, were you? It's probably before your time.
1: Yeah, before my time. But you know what
0: I'm talking about, though.
1: No, but it's so not... Faces
0: of Death was like this docu series where it took like. Remember the first one I ever watched with my cousins. It was this guy who had extreme elephantitis. Pause oh. the podcast. Look up yeah. elephantitis. But it showed it. And then the, I remember the end of it was a guy committing suicide on camera.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: And I was like, "What?" and I was probably like. Did he die? He looked pretty
1: dead. <laughs>
0: Jeez. Like it showed like the scene, like it was a real life scene, almost like a. I don't know, not a parody, but it was like what of people eating monkey brains, like from Indiana Jones.
1: Yeah. Like it had thought, a live yeah. monkey.
0: Like, you know, and it just had like uh thieves in the Middle East getting their hands cut off. I thought that was cool shit. Like I'm like yeah. so I turned out semi normal, but I don't want anything seeping in to be like, all right, let's explore some of this dark shit that you've
1: ex- yeah well, like, watched. We, yeah, Never we experienced talked about this last week. With you saying like when you're in an uncomfortable situation, you just want everyone to be uncomfortable, so yeah that might be the yeah the your your coping mechanism I guess, but
0: why couldn't it have been like i don't know I, it's
1: the
0: the way that we adapt to like our traumas and just our lot in life yeah like i I'm, I'm a I take everything everything has to be a joke, like in a series of situations, it's got to be a joke that's how mm-hmm. I cope. Like as my, as my dad's dying, I'm cracking jokes in the hallway, you know, that's not to lessen the, you know, the intensity of what's happening there, but it's just to make me feel better and, and, and cope with my grief and things like that. So people around me didn't take that too well. I can imagine. So like, for instance, the, the, this is the one instance I'll never forget. I'm out in the hallway, right? My dad's on hospice laying in the bed. With my mom, my boy Stokes, my buddy Seth come. And, you know, they're coming to be good friends, checking in on me. And I was like, and I look at Stokes, I was like, well, I was like, for too long, you could be my dad. That's true. And my aunt did not <laughs> fucking find that funny at all. She did not. Uh, I was like, tough crowd.
1: Yeah. You're like, no, sorry. I'm glad I told you, told dad to cut you out of the will. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> You're adopted, bitch. So, Uh, but
1: yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna drink some of this bullet rye, Gary.
0: Yeah, but does it have any uh, psilocybin in it?
1: No, it does not. Um, But so I've been drinking. I've had a rye in a while, but you know, you always say like it's hard to you know, you you, bourbon doesn't you know smell sweet or taste sweet to you. Yeah, I feel like a good way to be able to, to tell the like the the sweetness of a bourbon is. Sm- smell it up and taste it up next against a rye like and then you know a rye whiskey and then a bourbon yeah and you'll say okay that's definitely sweet like i, I haven't even tasted this yet and i'm like okay this is definitely not sweet it's gonna be more of the, on the spicy end yeah spicy um, bitter yeah
0: i saw a guy talking today like i told you before i've been bourbon tiktok and the guy was talking about for mixers you're better off going with a rye because it doesn't over like when you when you mix bourbon, you're gonna get the bourbon to come out. Like it's not yeah. gonna it's not gonna meld well and like create another taste. You're gonna get the bourbon and whatever. But with rye, you can create different flavors with whatever you're mixing it with. Like it's right. a, if you're making a cocktail, I'm not talking about mixing it with like fucking coke or anything. Like if you're making a cocktail, the rye really blends well.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. To
0: to to create a flavor. Whereas bourbon, it's just going to taste like bourbon.
1: Yeah, I, I've started noticing that like the last few Old Fashions I've had. I'm like this, because Old Fashioned has the, the simple syrup in it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is a little too sweet for me. Like it brings out like the sweetness of the bourbon, and then also the sweetness of the sugar in it. Like that's a little too much for me. But when you so, cut that with
0: rye, it's yeah, probably really good. Right. It
1: ba- balances it out a little bit. So I, yeah. I, I do like a like a Manhattan, which typically comes with rye. You can make it with with bourbon too. But yeah, the, um, I, I agree. I, I think that rye whiskeys do make good mixers, but definitely. So this is gives you that full mat. Like this is a whiskey gives you that full mouth like you know you're gonna like you know it's it's gonna linger it's gonna linger with you for a while um not too bad going down like i think that the the regular bullet is worse going down than than the rye
0: probably Uh, bullet bourbon is uh, just personal accounts you either love it or you hate it yeah like i've never been anybody's like oh it's good but they're like oh i love it or oh
1: i i hate it yeah you had way back episode 20, Gary, you had bullet bourbon.
0: I think I've got two or three bottles of, of
1: bullet here. So but I do like the, so I got the, what, what, this is like the smaller bottle. What do they call these? Like the, the fifth, uh, not a fifth, right? Fifth is a, the normal fifth is 750.
0: That's a pint
1: pint. Yeah. Um, but I still, I do like that. They still have like the, the bullet, like. You know, engraved in the embossed glass, like that as yeah. like a twist cap bottle um, aged and distilled in the bullet rye family tradition. This is 45% alcohol, 90 proof. But why does it say 95 rye?
0: 95% rye. Oh,
1: 95% rye mash for a superior American rye whiskey experience. I think we might start seeing like a, a renaissance. I'm, I'm slowly starting to see it just because so many of the bourbons are getting really hard to find. But I think that in the next couple of years, you might see a little bit more of a rye, like renaissance, rye
0: I think there's definitely a market for rye. I'm not a rye fan, but I know a lot of people that are. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not going to knock it. Like, I, I'm i not knocking rye. It's just not my thing, you know.
1: They at the MGP in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. And mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, what Diageo owns, uh, Bullet, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good, like, this would be a fantastic mixer because you're still going to get the punch of that alcohol, but I really would like, this isn't like something I'm going to drink neat all the time. Like, no, you still will get that, like that punch of the whiskey with almost no matter what you mix it with. Um, but this will be really good in like an old fashioned, um, like sweeten this up a little bit, um, get you some cherry, some orange in there. Um, garnish it up, baby. Yeah. I got like a, I feel like people, I don't know, I'm I'm, I'm kind of particular about my old fashions. I got like a old fashioned yesterday with a full orange slice. I'm like, that's too much. Like a full, like round piece of orange. I'm like, that's too much orange. (laughs) I want like a, like a wedge, like a half a wedge, if that. Or just like some, some orange, uh, orange peel.
0: Yeah. Just the, was it the zest? Yeah. Just the peel. Don't forget right now, when you when you hear this podcast for the first time, if it's not after September eighth, so hopefully in the next couple of weeks, go and register for your chance to win Old Forcer's twenty twenty two birthday bourbon. Yep, David reminded me today. I got I put my name in the hat. I put Abby's name in. I put my mom's Ireland, name in. Your son? Uh, no, because I'm somebody's gonna have to go get it. So.
1: Yeah, I I did think that was interesting that they, because we were talking last week, we didn't know how they were going to um, deal. You got to go to the distillery and yeah, get it. go to the distillery. I guess i down. Makes...
0: If you win and you don't want to go, I'll come get you and I'll buy it and I'll take you to lunch and I'll take the bourbon home.
1: That's a good idea.
0: Yeah. Um. So along those lines, David. Mm hmm. Four Roses is coming out with their 2022 limited edition, um, which apparently they've done for like the last 15 years. So it's a limited edition small batch. Okay, yeah. Uh, It comes out September 17th. But in addition to being available at select retailers, it will also be sold via the lottery system, uh, just like the birthday bourbon announcement. So what that means is you can visit the website from now until August 28th, the same time. Uh, register for the lottery, and if you're lucky enough to be selected, you can pick up the bottle at the distillery instead of waiting in line somewhere and paying at least triple the hundred eighty dollars asking price. So,
1: hundred eighty dollars.
0: So, just think the Old Forester birthday bourbon retail one forty nine ninety nine.
1: Yeah,
0: four roses, which by the way makes a tremendous small batch in in its own right. Yeah, and not very expensive either. But their the small batch, anyway, small batch, yeah. the regular small batch is some of the best that you'll have. Like if you're a beginner, if you're just wanting like a good small batch bourbon, can't go wrong with four. That's roses.
1: That's also really easy to find too. So like you very easy it. to find. I almost feel like it's it, I see the small batch more than like the regular four roses. Oh like no, like just their regular bourbon. No, the
0: four the the regular four roses is what nineteen ninety nine a bottle. Yeah, don't get me wrong, still good.
1: But I feel if like I see that. I, f- I see the small batch more, yeah, than- they probably
0: sell more more pints and a half pints of
1: the
0: yeah. of just the regular
1: <laughs> of the yeah um, eight ninety
0: nine but now that we you know we've been on this on this bourbon game for two years, and we've seen like we've seen it just completely go crazy, like it's not even cool anymore, like the the secondary market, it's ridiculous, had a guy hit me up um Regular Weller, which, by the way, if you're not following our friends at Wooden Cask and checking out their uh, Whiskey Wednesdays bottle sales t- today, they had Weller, um, just the green label, for sale. Yeah, you know, and, and so, they've and- always
1: got the the mix, so it's not always just like they usually have. I feel like one that's like, man, I I really want that, and then a bunch of other ones like, yeah, I I. Would, I really like, wanted I would, them all today. I want to try a pour of that. And then I, and I don't do know it. that I would want a bottle, but I would I would definitely do a $5 pour. Um, yeah. But okay. How much was, cause I got a, a Weller story too that, that I want to, so that you said for, for the green label, right? Right. It was a handle.
0: Now you can buy those in retail 60 bucks, which is still more than it was 10 years ago. Yeah. But and 60 you can bucks. go to the
1: distillery and get them all day for. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, when they, when they offer it.
1: They offer uh, they offer that every day. Weller? Weller? Yeah.
0: It's not there every day. They might offer it when they've got it, but it's not there. Um, but he was like, man, I'd I, I take $154. I said, man, I bet you would, wouldn't you? For a $25 150. bottle? No, no it's for the handles. It's for the $60 bottle. Okay, like, okay, you know, gotcha, double okay. the price. I'm like, yeah. bro. Like, I mean, I'm not saying. Green label Weller is as good a bourbon as I've ever had.
1: Right. The
0: first time I ever bought it, it was fucking 16 bucks. That yeah. was the, the cheap bourbon that my buddy BJ shout out BJ <laughs> uh, wild Turkey, one-on-one fanatic. Um, but like, he's like, Hey, let's just get some Weller's cheap. Like, All right, cool. So we first go to Walmart. Then, yeah. And get yeah Walmart.
1: First bourbon you ever had on the show. Yeah.
0: Which well, I got that as a gift from my father-in-law my birthday the year before yeah and then
1: the the three was four roses
0: but think about that that's fucking scummy really i mean i ain't i ain't faulting him you know because yeah
1: but that's a going rate i mean but it's not like if i bought it for
0: 60 i am not gonna sell it to you for first of all i i am not in that game the people hit me up on i ain't in that game if you want some of my bourbon guess what every bottle i've got is open i've drank from you know, I'll be happy wow. to give you poor.
1: The the problem is he probably didn't pay sixty for it. He probably paid eighty or ninety for it, and then he's trying to flip it.
0: Yeah. Listen. Even at a hundred bucks, you're you, cr- you smoking crack.
1: So <laughs> like, Ohio is a, a controlled state. You know, we've got these the bottle lotteries, Gary. So I sent this to you. I don't know if you looked at it, but right now, so it's you enter a lottery for an opportunity to buy a bottle. We've got five bottles right now in the lottery. Um, and I, the very first time I entered one of these, I one. won a bottle of Pappy. <laughs> so I haven't won anything since then. Um, you got, yeah. So the right now, Gary, and I don't know if you looked at the re these are, you know, regular retail prices is what you can buy them for. Did you look at how much these were? Huh? So, okay. The first one is Blanton straight from the barrel. What do you think the retail on that is? 95. 150. damn. <laughs> So that's the only one that is like higher than what what you might think. The second one is Weller Single Barrel. Okay, that's forty nine ninety nine. Yep. Um, Weller twelve year.
0: I did not like the twelve year. To be honest,
1: you don't like. The, I like the twelve year. I think twelve. That's year the red is label, right? Black.
0: What's the red? The 12? red
1: label is the uh, Antique one hundred okay. um, and seven. Okay. And the uh, the single barrel is like a. E- like, uh, not red, but like a similar color to gotcha. like a um, the 12 year retail, $39.98. I bet secondary market on that's by 200 bucks. Easy. Yeah. Uh, Elmer T. Lee, which we had during our blind taste test. This was one Shout I out, always, Uncle Mike. always wanted to try. I honestly thought that the this is Elmer T. Lee is a, a Buffalo Trace, um, one of their, their rare bottles, um, one that I'd always wanted to try. Um, and I always thought that it was way more expensive than this. Um, but w- what would you say is uh, Elmer Teeley Sixty bucks. Thirty-seven ninety-nine is retail- Elmer Teeley What? Yeah.
0: Ohio will be like. Listen, you're going to get it for what we paid for it.
1: Exactly. <laughs> we make five percent, five percent margin. Um, and then the last one is Colonel E H Taylor Warehouse C Special Release.
0: Ooh, I've been uh, to warehouse C. You know where really? warehouse C is at? You know where warehouse C at?
1: Is it's the way,
0: it's right it's right across from the uh Blanton's bottle, where the bottling facility. Oh, okay. Like yeah. it's right it, there's a sign on it, that, you know. They a give good. a big spill about it that I, that I remember.
1: So, that one is 69.99 for the No bottle. Eagle
0: Rare.
1: No Eagle Rare right now. But uh we'll probably get um some of the four rows But you
0: have to get a lottery for that, right? What do you mean? Like you have to win a lottery to be able to buy it?
1: Yeah, you win the lottery to be able to buy it.
0: That I mean whatever.
1: And I'm hoping so these ones are like they they probably aren't crazy allocated like I'm sure that the state has a good amount of them and none of these are big names, but I would love to get either that um either one of the Wellers or the Elmer T. Lee. Like, I'd love to have a bottle of Elmer T. Lee.
0: Yeah. And that's where I'm at in my, not collection, but I just like to have, like when people come over, I want to be like, hey, have you had this, let's try this. Yeah. You know, something that
1: you're not going to see.
0: Yeah. Something I'm not going to like Sitting, it's not going to be like, if you come to my house, guaranteed if I've got like uh larceny, there's that, there's very little left in the bottle because I've drank, right. <laughs> you know? So I'm not like, I'm like, Hey, you want some larceny? No, that's just like, you can, anybody get larceny. Right, But like I'd be like, hey, do you want some of this Old Fitzgerald bottled and Bond, bro, in this fucking sweet decanter bottle? Again, shout out Uncle Mike. He's the one that copped yeah. this for me.
1: I remember I love when I you had the that bottle. Out the first time you had that.
0: Yeah, I see how much I'm drinking.
1: <laughs> I, to, I don't want to drink it all. I'd save something for you. Bottle and Bond, eight year. Episode 64, yeah. Gary.
0: Yeah. This was, uh, I think it was a $100 bottle.
1: I've got too many of those. Yeah. Well.
0: You got any $100 bottles of beer over
1: there? A beer? Yeah. No, I have a $50 bottle. Oh, God. This takes me back. Junior year of high school. Takes you back to episode 64. <laughs>
0: oh. Uh, but if you want to listen to me reminisce on the great, bold flavor of yeah. Old Fitzgerald Bottle & Bond, please do us a favor. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash beers and beards. Get you a free book. It's fall's coming up. Maybe you wanted to expand your mind, something to, I don't know, something to listen to while you commute because, you know, you've already listened to all the episodes of of beers and beards or brewery adventures or close enough, whatever it is that floats your boat. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you want to learn something. Maybe you just want to laugh. Maybe you want some fiction. Is Game of Thrones on Audible?
1: Yeah. It's called The Song of Fire and Ice. Is that right? the... That's what it's know. based. That's the book. I don't know. I'm not... I,
0: unpopular opinion. I'm po- not football
1: season, I got, a, I got a recommendation for you. Rammer Jammer, Yellow Hammer. A fantastic book about uh, a guy basically following around the Alabama football team in the late 90s, early 2000s when they were terrible. Under... Um, who was the coach that was, uh, he ended up getting fired. Um, but this was like when they were struggling to go, like Gene Stoller. No, uh, who was the coach? I don't know, but the, he basically followed around the team for a season, tailgating, went to all the games, ended up getting like an art, like buying like an RV, tailgating. That when um, Kentucky
0: beat him at, at Kentucky and we rushed the field, they Alabama was lost. like six and four.
1: <laughs> they definitely lost to Tennessee. I think they lost to like a they lost to to like Southern Miss that year or something. Could you imagine Alabama losing to Southern Miss now?
0: Side note: Did you hear Nick Saban say, "Well, we were in a rebuilding year last year,
1: <laughs> so we we lost the national championship, <laughs> last
0: championship game." Yeah, we were just rebuilding. We, you know, we were down. It was a down year for us. Yeah, <sighs> I don't know. I love I love some college football.
1: I love some I'm SEC longer. football.
0: You know why? We win national championships in the Southeastern Conference. The, but uh, but pretty soon it's going to be not just the SEC. You know who's going to be in the SEC? I, Wyoming, probably. Um, Texas, Washington Oklahoma. State. Um, yeah, they're going to get the, the Manchester United. Well, I, you know, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> the New York
1: Knicks. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just one,
0: you know. I bet the Jacksonville Jaguars have a tough time competing in, in the SEC. Ah, this is just a man eight year. The the thing about old Fitzgerald is it's a it's an OG, right? Like there's a reason it's still around. Yeah. And you can buy old Fitzgerald for like six bucks, or you can p- spend as literally as much as you want. And it's yeah, it you're it's just gonna be a good bourbon. You go to um Stitzelweller, get the, get the old Fitzgerald. Smoke stacks.
1: Uh, yeah. That's why I, I gotta get there. I thought you went. No. I've been to um, Buffalo to Trace. No. I and Makers. Buffalo what Trace you? and Makers. Yeah. Makers is awesome. They're both I went to, I mean, I feel like I'm spoiled with the two that I started out with. Like, will it be downhill from there? <laughs>
0: Honestly, they the, the tour part is usually all the same about how they make the bourbon. Yeah. You know, but like when I went to Peerless, which is in like a warehouse. Like I've I've said this before. I've been in the, the
1: ref too, I guess.
0: Their Rick House is no bigger than my basement. Right. You know, there's there's maybe eighty, ninety barrels in there. But it was really cool. They had a really great tasting room. Um Yeah, man, just it's uh I'm gonna be off the bourbon for a while. Uh t- two weeks from this Monday coming up, so Monday. Yeah. So today's Wednesday. So I got two and a half weeks.
1: Care of the two. Care of the the math. two. I can't do algebra. Old Fitzgerald.
0: God, it's a good juice. Good, so juice. good I feel like I make weird faces. Do you ever notice that? does I... it
1: does it like I don't know, do you like I listen to like industry podcasts call about it juice? Like, the like beer, or they'll say the liquid. You gotta have good liquid gotta have good liquid
0: it's all liquid motherfuckers
1: yeah the liquid in the glass has to be good other than you know you can you can market it you can brand it but you gotta have good liquid i think juice is more wine uh bur- do they call it bourbon juice
0: yeah people call really? it the, okay. uh, the people on fucking bourbon tiktok do juice that's good juice um so speaking of wine david yeah you know i'm i'm quite a sommelier myself sommelier um, Yellowstone, not the TV show. You watch that show by the way, Mm-mm. me either. I don't give a shit about Cowboys.
1: I'm almost Ranchers. done with the better call. So I'm trying not to get it ruined. For me. I got two, yeah. three episodes.
0: Um, Yellowstone coming out with their, oh, you ready for it? 2022 limited edition. Why? seems to be, seems to be a theme in the fall of the year. Uh, But 2022, a big year for uh, Stephen and Paul Beam's Limestone Branch Distillery down in Lebanon, Kentucky. Uh, After years of selling a variety of sourced whiskey, this was the first year they debuted their in-house distilled product in the form of the Yellowstone Family Recipe Bourbon, effectively Mm -hmm. starting a new era for the company. Congrats to them. So this year, the limited edition bourbon – Turns to the classic Italian fortified wine known as Marsala. I thought that was like a fucking Italian dish.
1: <laughs> I mean, they put wine in the, the like wine chicken in Marsala. It. Yeah. It's like the, the dish with wine in it. I, okay. It makes I sense want now. some chicken Pinot Grigio. Yeah. Give me some of that. <laughs> got some of that uh, chicken, Sauvignon chicken, Bro. mad dog. <laughs> chicken turns uh, out mad dog. A bourbon chicken's a thing. Is it? Yeah. You never had bourbon chicken.
0: Yeah. At the Chinese restaurant.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't think it has a real bourbon in it.
0: I don't think it does either, but, uh, the 2022 limited edition bourbon taken on the classic Italian Marsala, specifically the aged variant labeled Marsala superiore. That's a superiore. I can't do it in Italian. Uh, typically it's a fruit forward and nutty and flavored wine with slightly oxidized profile. I don't know shit about wine, so if you know about wine, maybe this makes sense. It's reminiscent of styles of sherry. But what they're doing is they're taking a blend of 7, 15, and 16-year-old Kentucky straight bourbon barrels.
1: And making it taste like wine? And putting it in these fucking wine barrels. Oh, wine barrels. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I've i had a couple of, of uh, I guess they were sourced, but I had a... Um, Single Barrel, Limestone Branch. I think we might have had it on one of the episodes. Yeah. I've,
0: I got the bottle somewhere. Yeah. You you brought it to my house.
1: Yeah. Limestone Branch, Single Barrel, episode 27. Yeah. Um, and then I have a bottle of Yellowstone, too, that I enjoy that we have not had on the show. So maybe i we'll ought to have that on the show.
0: What was the shit that I had? What's the Jim Beam that's in the wine?
1: Legion. Legion. Yeah. You weren't a fan of that, right? Zero out of ten. Do you think they're trying? Do you think they're trying to recreate, like, Legion? There's some I'm, there's there's a Legion of fans that they're trying to...
0: That's Legion. Uh, I don't think that anything is unique in across the board, right? Like, even in... It's really hard to be unique in beer, although I looked at your beer story, and that kind of freaks me out a little bit. Uh, we'll what beer story? Makes. The beer. Didn't, don't we have a beer story coming? Oh, out? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I was going like, uh, to about it. That was weird, Um, but like every, I don't ever, are we just not good with just regular bourbon? Like some good old 90 proof bourbon.
1: I think that bourbon, I mean, I guess maybe there is a, a crossover with like bourbon and wine drinkers, but I just, I don't get it. Yeah. I feel like bourbon and beer drinkers are more of a crossover than bourbon and wine, but maybe that's just me. I don't
0: know. Shout out to my boy, Danny down in Texas.
1: Um, big fan of the podcast. I think we're talking about Danny from uh, West Coast Choppers.
0: No, uh, Danny from Austin, Texas. He was a beer guy like you before he
1: became a bourbon guy. He moved to Texas and was like it's very easy hey, to get no, bourbon he, here.
0: No, he was uh, born and raised there. He's got some great stories about Austin. Like he he like ten years ago he got a speeding ticket. Uh huh. And now nobody would ever believe that you could get us and ticket because traffic's so bad.
1: Yeah, you can't go like, fast enough. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> and
0: he's like, no, I really did. So
1: unless you get a twelve going in a ten.
0: Yeah, I mean, all the uh, the Teslas, the governors kick off at like thirty-five, right? Like they don't go any faster.
1: Yeah. Um, but so we also have to, I have to drink a beer today, too, Gary. So, um, my so first of all, Ryrew Brews, great sponsor. Code MMA McKinney for ten percent off. They've got Adam. Let's talk about stuff
0: going into the next next fiscal year, which starts whenever we say. Yeah, our fiscal year. Uh, with a year different starts. fucking code. All right.
1: Uh, but so, Gary, I went out east, oh, eastern Ohio, this past weekend. Visited my friends at Sixth Sense Brewing in Jackson. Was Ohio. this on
0: the lake? Were you at the lake again? It's like a go fishing like, at the lake.
1: No, I I uh, use my stand up paddleboard, board though. But I had to visit my good friends, Sixth Sense Brewing Co. Yeah. At Jackson, in Jackson, Ohio. Jack- Sorry,
0: Ms. Jackson.
1: They started brewing lagers. So it, they had this lager. They had it canned. It's called Sports Ball Lager. You see the guy? Little sports oh,
0: jug. see, man. That's
1: the one thing I do
0: appreciate with craft beer is they've see, got the some can, nice can cans. Are,
1: yeah. yeah. Nice jugs. I'm cans, <laughs> cans um but it's yeah it says in ohio sports are a rite of passage we created this beer to enjoy from the first pitch to the walk-off home run the opening kickoff to the game winning hail mary and the tip off to the buzzer beater crisp light and refreshing this is the beer for game time and you know what Gary's so, many, so many great champions in
0: ohio you got yes. the cleveland browns. defenders or whatever they're called the browns
1: the yeah. bengals Just a nice crisp lager.
0: Easy like Sunday morning. I feel like, I,
1: yeah, I drink more lagers than anything now. Crap you
0: said, lager. and I quote, 2022 going to be the year of the lager.
1: I did say that, and it has been so far, at least for me.
0: <laughs> hey, you create, it, your own, <laughs> you create your own destiny. I like it. You just no, make it, it happen. I,
1: I will say this. So, I've been to probably more breweries this year than I have in any other year, like at least definitely through two thirds of the year.
0: But you know what's crazy? Let me stop you there. In previous years, you right. had a job where you had to travel. So you had like you'd right. be a different city. You don't have you're not traveling for work anymore. Right. Bitch, you're just
1: out on the road. <laughs> just hitting a just humping it. Yeah. Um, right. but I've done multiple trips where I've hit like like I did Chicago, we hit twenty two in a weekend. Um I'm sorry. the first clinical
0: trial was psilocybin.
1: Okay. But anyway, the uh, we'll, we'll, there'll be a day we we'll talk about. We've talked about all of my trips. Chicago, I did Portland, Maine. We did eighteen breweries in like four days. Go to Yes, yeah, so you can see all the breweries I've been to. But yes, yeah, so I went to brewery four hundred earlier this year. I'll be at five hundred in the next couple of months. So over 100. at any
0: point, like when you look back on your life, when you're a, at my age.
1: Yeah, it would we'll probably back.
0: be at like six or seven be like, you know what I could have done? Probably could have cured monkey pox if I'd have just put my mind to it instead of going to breweries. Yeah. I
1: mean, you're very a very
0: intelligent, smart man.
1: Yeah. But I, I enjoy the beer too much.
0: That's what it's about, I guess. That's I, I do, love it, right? so it's not
1: only about like I think you said this earlier, you were making fun of me, but you're like, I need an intervention not for drinking, but for going to breweries
0: yeah like there's how many
1: a, i've been to i just like enjoy. you can like, like
0: beer and just go get yeah. it at the store
1: <laughs> right yeah they have beer
0: <laughs> you don't have to go it's like i like milk but i ain't trying to go to all these dairy farm see where it's coming from
1: right it's not even necessarily about like trying it from the store but i i, I love like you know that each place has its own little you know kind of unique story or background and that's the thing that i like Cause I, I go to a place, I go to places and I don't just like go there and have the beer and whatever. Like I Can you learned
0: capture that essence in one visit though. Like,
1: yeah, because I, so I not only necessarily, like if I go to Chicago, I might have like three or four places where I'm like, okay, I know like the real backstory of these places before I go there. Like their reputation might precede them or I might be like, Oh, I, I've looked up this place. It looks really cool. So I did some research on that one. But then the thing that I do is when I come back, I'm like, Oh, You know, I saw this one thing at the brewery or whatever, and I'll do more research on it post-mortem and be like, oh, that's actually really cool. Like, this place has a dog brewer where the dog brews the beer. And you're like, no wonder I got, I had fur in my IPA.
0: What's crazy is, you know, we shared an experience when we went to Nashville. Yeah. And, not which I, I take it is not, not the general, but we went to two breweries and they could give a fuck less if we were there.
1: Right. (laughs) We were also in like the kind of like the hipster neighborhood, which I think that's like the thing, right? It's like, we don't care if you're here.
0: That's the cliche of the whole craft beer scene, to be honest. Really? Because
1: that's the exact opposite of what I usually get. Like that was a, like a, and I, yeah, that was an objectively bad. Like that was one of the worst, like. I want to say that guys,
0: like they literally paid us no mind to be there. Like they, they, yeah. they were courteous, you know, they took, right. a well, they weren't rude. Yeah. They weren't rude, but they, they were not engaging.
1: <laughs> right. You know? Well, the first place too had some like weird, you know, rules still. And it was like,
0: did they? Yeah. I don't remember.
1: I, it, what, it, but that was a very, like, that was, I mean, believe me when I say that that was out of the ordinary. Of like I agree. No, that.
0: no, no. I, 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 yeah. I, I wholeheartedly think that I agree with you there that I I think that was the exception, not the rule yeah it just was so odd that we you know we were to get like we don't go to breweries often together and when we do it sucked
1: and then i went to a third one without you and had like another weird experience of like a a place that was like a a party party atmosphere that i was like not in the mood for (laughs) just like this like party like central place that was like a it's a old old smoky is that the moonshine yeah it was like a combined old smoky moonshine brewery there was like a Bud Light party bus outside like that type of atmosphere. And I'm like, why did I even come here? And then we went to a barbecue place that was ended up being really good.
0: Fuck. Yeah. So, uh, I don't think I've told you this. I'm I've booked for a, uh, for five nights in Nashville in March for the SEC tournament,
1: five nights, four days, four days, five. Well, uh,
0: four, uh, Thursday through Sunday.
1: I'm kind of over Nashville. Ah, but
0: that's how I am. And also I, I love people watching. Right. I, and I, yeah. I love being social with my friends. Like it was fun out for that you yeah. Like that, that's what I, I'm not extroverted, but I'm, I'm extroverted enough to where I draw a lot of energy off that. Like how, how we hang out. Like that's where my joy comes yeah. from. It's not, like you're
1: not going to join the party, but you want to be adjacent to the party. Yeah.
0: Like I want to, I want to see it. I want people to watch. The, I not want to the, comment on it.
1: Yeah, the people watching was top notch when we were there. It was pretty good. Gr- it was also weird because, like, we had been drinking, but none of us were drunk, right? Right. Like, we were in like that, that perfect state where we're, like, still in control. We're kind of just hanging out. But when you pop but,
0: into Broadway on a, what was it, a Saturday night?
1: Yeah. Fr- uh, fr- I think it was or Friday, Friday or whatever, a
0: weekend night. Yeah. you're getting to see people that one are just starting the night and yeah. two people that have been there since like seven that are puking. And in the we like, weren't even
1: like in the heart of it. Like we kind of walked on like, you know, yeah, we cut the right through street. it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, but so, yeah, so we're going, we got a big, oh, big, when I say expensive, it's a fucking expensive Airbnb.
1: And then we wake up the next day and see the, they had the, the Nashville marathon. Remember that? Yeah,
0: we got, we had to, we drove around all of Nashville trying to eat. At Monell's, that's the one thing. That I mean, that's the back? one thing. I'm
1: You're gonna go there every day.
0: I mean, I won't be able to use much, but I'm down. Um, but yeah. like, like we're you think going to the-
1: get half price. I don't know. You'd be like, hey, last time I was here, I was I was a bigger guy. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: but you know, like we're it's the guys and our wives. So there's I think there's eight of us in a pretty nice place
1: for the SEC basketball tournament. Yeah. Okay.
0: Not my thing.
1: Are you going to, like, all the – are you going to the games? Or are you going to
0: um, – I'm not buying tickets to the game. If I was to be gifted tickets to the games, I'll go. But but everybody says the move is to, like – because I don't I don't know if you guys are up where you're from, how you, you experience tournament time. Uh, but the University of Kentucky really takes over wherever the tournament's at. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it be it was in Tampa last year, it was, it's been in Memphis, Nashville, Atlanta. Like it, it's really is little Lexington. Like the the Kentucky fans yeah, really do I run the that. show. Yeah, um, which is obnoxious because Kentucky fans can be some of the most just boisterous assholes on the planet. And I'm not like a Kentucky basketball fan, you know.
1: Well, that's I, how I'm a. I'm in Ohio State. I'm a different person during i think here i want you to come tailgate here's what we're gonna do okay maybe not this year but you come tailgate for an ohio state football game and i'll go to a uk basketball basketball or football game okay and we'll compare
0: hey so my boy's got the hookup he's got a party bus when i say a party bus this is a school bus You're talking Speaking about jack word. bratcher No, no, BJ or my boy BJ, he's got uh he's got an RV parking pass. Yeah, he's got the. I'll send you his. You went viral on TikTok with this bus. Okay. Um, and it's going. He's got a smoker on it. Like, this is how you tailgate, bro. This is how the other half lives. Not me. Not you. I don't think we can put attach a smoker to your uh. CRV or whatever you drive.
1: <laughs> I could, I, yeah, I could attach a smoker to that. Oh, you could. <laughs> it would look so.
0: You'd have to get your neighbor with the Confederate flag to come over and help weld it on there for you. Yeah. He'd do it.
1: He might have a hammer.
0: But you got to put that FBJ sticker on your car. Yeah. F, yeah FBJ, FBI, F, F, F the FBI. FJB. Yeah. Anyway, uh, get, read the story to me.
1: So, yeah, I mean at a at a I feel like what, what's the is it Georgia Florida is the world's largest cocktail party football tailgate or whatever. But anyway, I feel I like would the, say, yeah. it's in Jacksonville, right? The Georgia yeah. but I feel like this would be perfect pairing for that, right? So it's Or Green Bay. Dogfish Head, which is uh, they've they've always known their 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 theme is off-centered.
0: Hey, we've been on this dogfish for a minute, bro. Like
1: people. Um, but they released a cheese centric collaboration mix pack.
0: Dogfish Head and cabot cream. I don't like any of those cheeses. Unveiled the
1: perfect pairing. Which is the beer is called the perfect pairing, a hazy pale mm. ale. It is the perfect pairing for sharp cheddar cheese. Specifically cabot creamery, seriously sharp. Cheddar yeah. cheese.
0: Not not my thing. Neither is the neither is the blue hen. Uh, Pilsner no i'm talking about the cheese that's paired with
1: uh pepper jack not my thing and then cracked peppercorn with 60 minute ipa now did we
0: do 60 or 90 or have we done both
1: 90 Okay. i feel like this would be a good this would be a good pairing 90 minute imperial ipa with habanero cheddar cheese (gasps) that sounds delicious
0: i don't know i love cheese though
1: cheese yeah actually it's, just, would, it's a
0: yeah. weird like you don't you I, I, I know of pairing wine with cheese but yeah but beer
1: and cheese i do a lot of like unless
0: it's beer cheese right there's a, a lot one? of
1: um yeah i love beer cheese i've made i've made beer cheese it was so good
0: making some for our birthdays
1: a couple couple years ago um but the yeah so i feel like there's so many beer pairings too like I, i've been i've done like Beer and donut pairings. I've done beer and cookie pairings. Beer pairs with everything, Gary. Like, that's not a thing in, in bourbon, right? Like, it's, you don't think of, like, bourbon and food.
0: No. Bourbon and domestic violence, maybe.
1: <laughs> bourbon and DUIs. Um, but, yeah, the, I don't know. Do you have any? Um,
0: I can't think of any pairings, that you know, that would just. Bourbon. No. I do I mean when I drink Bourbon, bourbon and, I, like, I love to fucking curse. eat. But that's I think that's more of a drunk thing than a than a pacific to bourbon. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um hey, shout out real quick to our boys, National Barks, Adam, Holland at you. Go check out stream wherever you listen to music, their new single, Fun Slinger.
1: Yeah. They've been doing they're weird like they'll do like three concerts in two weeks and then they won't do anything for six months i don't know how they i don't know who their booker is but they need to get well when when it's, it's when, it's just, even a, that out when bit it's just more.
0: a like a passion project like they're probably yeah. just happy to go out and do it
1: right i, I like, think it's you, scary, i'm sure like, if you yeah. called
0: adam you could book him for a bar mitzvah uh maybe a funeral um yeah Haunt you would know. be a good
1: funeral song yeah our, uh, our theme song that you hear every week. It's called Haunt yeah. You. Um, yeah. Summer's winding down, Gary. Um, I, I know. It's almost September, bro. It's almost my birthday. I our always birthdays. think of, um, we, we do the MMA stories. And I, I don't have a great one this week. I just remember, we like. Did a
0: football, we did a football stories this week, though.
1: Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, I missed the days of, like, I think it was two years ago, this, three years ago this week, We went to Honor FC in Cleveland.
0: Was that their last show?
1: Uh, It was one of their last shows. (laughs) All I remember
0: is there had some wild shit. They was going to have some midgets, or or, I'm sorry, they're going to have some some little people fight. They're going to have some uh, transgender fights. None of that happened. They was they was pushing
1: the (laughs) limits, bro. (laughs) Which Jeremy Jeremy Caudell boss man or whatever what's his, that's his name boss man big yeah. boss man like the wrestler um yeah he he had like this promoter's mind but like not the follow through of like from an mma standpoint well i just think I it's think hard
0: that, like to like when you really want to see that idea come through you an mma in general i think you'll agree with me on this everybody's got to buy in you can't half ass it yeah like, you got to well, have a matchmaker yeah. that's going to be on point it's going to get you
1: right if
0: you want to do that you want to like you just can't make it a spectacle that shit went out the window in like
1: 2008 but i think that like that like mma lends itself to being the spectacle right like that's when mma is like the news story like you and i think of like we figured this out way before like you can have this fantastic story about feature article 3,000 words, the greatest story of all time. Yeah. And then something crazy happens, a fighter dies. And, then, and it's uh, like, yeah. Or,
0: or mom jumps through, jumps over the cage to, right. to defend the honor of her son. I did a story. And every fucking news outlet in the world's hitting you up. Hey, can we use this story, this video? And we're like, whoa, hold up.
1: Yeah. For real? Yeah. I did a story, Gary. I remember like the, the positive, like, uh, I remember this and I was like, oh, here's like a positive one that'll sell really well. Dan Spawn. Remember he pulled the people out of the burning house. Yeah. And so We're did like, Rocky Edwards in that wreck. <laughs> yeah. He pulled who was the other dude too. That's like pulled like four people. He's like save four people out of wrecks or whatever. He's like an MMA yeah. fighter now. But yeah, the um, yeah. So the dance spawn like oh, yeah, 500 views. And I'm like, I-, I spent like so much time on this. There was like a local news story about it. Like, yeah, I I'm remember like, oh, that it's going to be big. And then, cause he was like coming home from work. It's all the house. It was like, oh, that house is on fire. Yeah. And then, like, went, ran into the house as a six foot four MMA fighter. And I think it was two people that he pulled out, saved their lives. I think the problem
0: with MMA right now is it's so, so saturated. First of all, yeah. when's the last time you bought
1: a pay per view? Oh, it's, yeah, been a while. I mean,
0: think about it. For, for, I wouldn't even know how to buy one right now.
1: Yeah. You have to have ESPN plus and then.
0: And then, you, yeah,
1: and then you buy it on top and, of I, your, and they're, they're what like
0: 70 bucks to 80 bucks Yeah, and you can basically watch it all like there's nothing I'm, like is there a I've fight watched right now live on Instagram I've watched them live on TikTok
1: <laughs> is there a fight right now that would get you to sit down because the last fight you and I sat down and watched was uh, I don't think it was New Year's Eve but like December 30th and this was like 7-8 years ago Cody, came Garbrandt. Down to your house, Cody, yeah. Cody Garbrandt was fighting for the title. Yeah. And me me and Juan came down and your nephew who's now uh, 21 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 21 years old was like 11 at the time. Yeah. I'm like, "Wait, that kid's 21? Like I was doing the math. Like he was probably like 13 at the time." I would
0: I would chip in at at this stage of my life.
1: What fight is there that would any was Conor McGregor.
0: Any Conor McGregor spectacle I'd be down for. Conor and McGregor
1: I, Jake Paul the MMA fight, me.
0: like i remember watching conor mcgregor floyd mayweather with a group of people like yeah le- i liked it
1: i would be the... i would be more
0: i would be more willing to hand over 80 bucks to watch a tyson fury boxing match legit i love tyson fury like when i used to do the yeah. for you all that don't know i used to do our morning radio show on sundays Called the Knockout Hour, where right. it was boxing as well. So I, I, and I didn't know a lot about boxing, but I, I really got into. Bo- I would stay up and watch boxing. You know, I got credentialed to go watch boxing. Got my wallet stolen in Cincinnati when I went and watched Adrian Broner. Adrian Broner, yeah.
1: yeah. So the um, the show that we were talking about, Gary, yeah. UFC two hundred seven, was December thirtieth, twenty sixteen. Oh my God, bro! The co-main event was Cody Garbrandt beat. Dominic Cruz for the UFC bantamweight title. The main event was.
0: Chuck Liddell and Rashad Evans.
1: Amanda Nunes beat, shocked the world and beat Ronda Rousey. I don't think she really shocked the world, but. No. She was the champion, Ronda Rousey. 48 seconds.
0: Yeah, Ronda Rousey's coming off a loss anyway.
1: Yeah, the, and right? Yeah. TJ Dillashaw was.
0: Got pop PDD's right after that.
1: Korean zombie. I remember Korean zombie, or no, not Korean zombie. Dong mm-hmm. Young Kim and Tarak Safadine i remember that fight for some reason
0: it's uh but what gets you like even locally i feel like it's the same hey shout out to the to the there's a couple ohio guys really out there there's a few ohio guys really out there doing stuff even kentucky harry hunsucker god bless his heart can't get past you know the 60 second mark of a fight but he's in there i I I mean how many guys
1: from kentucky have made it to the ufc exactly
0: three fights in there plus contender series
1: Lorenz Larkin, uh, you got what's his name? Who's in there right now? Um, who's he, he? lost. He's only lost one fight. by can Nathan Maness, Nathan M- Nathan the Train, train Maness? <laughs> no. and who else? Lawrence Larkin. He's from Kentucky, right? Um, yeah. Demetrius Taz Johnson Ferguson. originally from yeah, but Kentucky. he claimed like Washington.
0: Yeah. Uh, Taz Ferguson got a fight after the after the Ultimate Fighter. He got one a one fight
1: deal. Junie Browning. Junie. Did he ever fight in the UFC officially? Yeah, Junie Allen Browning, yeah. and then who else? That might be. Him. Do you
0: remember we did the show up at Turfway, where I? Th- yeah, it was the first. Um, I think it was a Flow Combat show. We did. Hard Rock show. It, it was with Flow Combat though. Junie Browning came back, and there was a, yes. so
1: much stuff on here. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That was a that was like a big show. Hmm. Um, yeah. What what show was that? Hold on, let me look it up.
0: Turf? I don't know. I forget who he fought too.
1: Junior the lunatic Browning, Changed his nickname. I uh, fought Jeremy Myers. <laughs> yes. That was Hard Rock '84. That was the day before my birthday in 2016. That was before. Wow, that was before. We going back twenty sixteen tonight. Yeah. Beatdowns for breast cancer. I don't remember that being the uh of the show. Mojo Horn, rest in peace. Beat Michael Cockerham, also rest in peace. Oh, damn.
0: Sean damn, Fallon
1: bro. and Sean Fallon beat Mark McDonald. I do not remember that fight at I all. remember
0: that fight. I remember that fight. That was kinda of, it started the resurgence of Sean Fallon. He'd been and Sean Fallon's still seconds. still winning.
1: Yeah um donnie ballou won his pro debut over dustin birch um junie browning beat jeremy myers uh ruben war i remember him beat charlie stanford unanimous decision yeah ruben war for a while was like on a streak man he went to uh afs academy and he was like he won, I think, like seven or eight, seven of eight fights or something like that, and then.
0: I remember um, watching him when he went to. He went to Pinnacle.
1: Yeah, I lost to John DeJesus. I called that fight.
0: I know. I watched it.
1: I was there. Called it.
0: I watched it. Okay.
1: You probably did a fight companion. Oh, hi, all right, all right. We'll we'll do a what? What? I don't. I'm trying to remember what show that was. You, this will be the last story. So, I did commentary for an MMA event, and this was me, Gary, and Juan. This was like our heyday of Bluegrass MMA. When we, we all was, three were doing stuff, when we I tell all you guys committed. that we
0: did stuff every weekend, yeah, like it's a wonder you weren't married at the time. Juan will never be married. I was married, yeah. The, Shout out to Abby because she, maybe she liked me being gone or being busy. I don't know, but like, like, we was on the
1: grind, bro. Yeah. But that, so it was a, I went and was actually there doing commentary at the Pinnacle event uh, in Pittsburgh. And you and Juan, we, you guys like streamed the event, I think on it might have been like a free stream or something but you were doing a fight companion
0: with juan yep
1: you and juan were doing a fight companion i'm trying to remember i think it was
0: it was a pinnacle show
1: dominic mazada was definitely on yeah. was like the main I event I mean, there's not many and jericho it, it was ever yeah it was this It was this sure keith richardson yes uh, dominic mazada keith richardson it was pinnacle fc 14 six fights on the card <laughs>
0: It took uh, forever,
1: but here's the 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 look at this this fight card, Gary. So the main event was Dominic Mazzata beat Keith Richardson by submission in the second round. Mark okay. Cherico beat Dewan Owens by unanimous decision. Didn't Duane?
0: Yes, he fought in the XFC. He fought right. Nate the Train. He beat yeah. Nate the Train in the XFC.
1: Yeah, and then Devontae Smith. Was also on that card, UFC fighter. Anger of a card, bro. And then, as an amateur, Anthony Romero beat Mike Walters for the 155 title. Anthony Romero is like on the doorstep of the UFC right now. He's 11 and one as a pro. <laughs> um, a Canadian dude. Um, like that. Just did from he? The...
0: Did he? No, it wasn't him that did uh, contender series, right?
1: Yeah, he was on contender series and like dominated on the contender series, but didn't get a contract. He beat Mike Breeden, but he won a decision, and it's like if you win a decision, you pretty much don't get a, a uh, contract. You gotta finish the fight. Um, but yeah, all this fighters on Singapore. But you guys did a, a a fight companion for a local MMA show. Yeah, 20, it was fun. Twenty. Also, 2016. That that must have been our heyday. September. I would
0: I would say the peak was 2013 to 2016. Those were the three years where we really pumped out and it got good traction. Yeah. And then we sold out and shut her down.
1: And then now we do this.
0: Now this is way more entertaining,
1: probably. To us, yeah. So it,
0: it, I'll, I'll be honest. I'll leave you with this. When when something becomes like a chore i don't begrudge any fucking moment i spent going to mma shows hanging out with my friends of that but it's so rare how many people like follow up to see how you're doing i will say this though today text out of the blue matt metz hey man how you doing i was just thinking about (sighs) you. shout out my boy matt metz
1: yeah good dude
0: i love that little curly haired bastard
1: i've made like some of probably my clo- definitely my close people people that i talk to every day of course you won aaron garrett who is a a uh unsung hero for many things dude he's um, a jack
0: of all trades
1: yes literally all trade like you're like if i have something i'm like can anything? you build
0: this can you draw yes. this can yes. you tell me how to hook this up
1: he can he can he actually helped me with uh with this podcast recently so with my equipment that was dying um but yeah the i i always enjoyed like the shows gary but the thing that got to be like bought like to like bog down and like was a a hassle was the writing and like feeling we had to be on top of the news for everything right like yeah everything but now i feel like almost like I, I wish that we would have like done like a social media, like post like, Hey, such and such is fighting. Here you go. And then the website could have been, here's the results of the show. <laughs> here's a fight card. Here's, you know, whatever. Um, cause I still do stuff, you know, today, like I've repurposed things and, and still do it, you know, to the extent that, that you want to do it, that I want to do it. Um, but, yeah, I, I got someone hitting me up today to, to monetize it, and I'm like, eh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I just it not, it's just fun. not fun anymore. Right. Like, I got yeah. a job that's not fun for money.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> I want to do something. I don't need that much more money. I'm not telling I, I like you. I,
0: but... I sent David a message. or sent him a, a surefire way of how to monetize this podcast. How? What's the way to
1: do it, David? Wait, what you? Say? What was the way?
0: Sell your podcast
1: equipment. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well,
0: with that note, we're going to offer you a chance now to go ahead and click that ACAS Plus, the Beers if and Beers Plus.
1: Yeah, want to buy our podcast equipment. Let us know. <laughs> David just got new new stuff. He's,
0: he didn't, he doesn't even know how to use it yet. He just plugged it in.
1: One says, of the I things know. has like a guitar on it. Like I don't I don't have a guitar. Oh,
0: that's our next podcast.
1: The guitar podcast, guitar learning
0: guy. how to learn how to uh, do a podcast. Um, <laughs> but if you made it this far, please know we love you. Love you he just is. for listening to those that listen each and every week and download and share and support and comment. All six of you, mom,
1: yeah, Angie. We love everyone. You. I heard recently about like quiet listeners. Have you heard about that? Like people that
0: like lurkers,
1: yeah, like that, listen every week. But they don't tell. Like I, there are yeah. people out there. And we just know that we know you exist. We see the numbers. Um, thank you. You don't have to necessarily comment or like, share, whatever. But if you're listening, that's enough for us.
0: That's enough for us. I'm gonna shout out right now some random uh, locations. You ready?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: to the six people in Belgium, we get a we, Brussels yeah. hits us
1: up every every week. So I'm gonna say this. If you are any, in any of these places, go search in your neighborhood for tickets to the beers, first ever beers and beards bash, (laughs) exclusive invite only, um, we've placed tickets in all of these places.
0: These are real places. People listen to the podcast. I'm going to give a shout out to, uh, Riverside.
1: Yep. We put tickets there.
0: Rocky river. Don't know where that's at.
1: Rocky river, uh, Minnesota.
0: Uh, Grand Rapids, like Michigan; ice cream. Seattle, Bordentown, Newark, New Jersey; Belleville. Yeah. I don't know tickets where Belleville is there.
1: at. There's tickets there.
0: And whoever's in San Jose that loves us, we yeah. love you.
1: San Jose, that's a uh, Silic- Silicon Valley. <laughs> it's so close to it. it's close to it. All right.
0: Um, we got so stay tuned. Today, though, so we got more stuff coming for you. Uh, Which is in the
1: form of basically just the podcast. <laughs> yes.
0: Go to beardsandbeards.com. Get yourself a crop
1: top for the winter. No, beardsbeardspod.com. Yeah, that's what I meant. Get your crop top. Yeah. Crop top uh, hoodie. We're going to model
0: Which, ours soon.
1: Yeah, my new nephew, George, got him one. Baby size. Yeah, shout out George. He's baby size mad. crop top. <laughs> His dad got one.
0: Twinsies,
1: yeah, twins. I want to see a picture of them in the, um, yeah. All right.
0: Well, if there's something you want us to check out, or you got a tip for us, hit us up on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we got a TikTok. We've not posted TikTok. anything. We'll work on that.
1: The thirteen followers.
0: Yeah. So uh, check us out until next say, week.
1: Yeah. Hold on. Let me say one thing. All right, you say it. I. Went on. I think I said this to you earlier, but I went on TikTok because didn't know some, how to get off of it. I, it's like a it's like a wormhole. I'm like, it kept playing the same video. Yeah, that someone sent me. And I'm like, how do you get out of this? <laughs> I do not get on TikTok enough to figure it out.
0: My daughter just tested positive for COVID after being quarantined for the last six days. So, oh she, my god! I don't know if she's not having a good reaction right now.
1: Uh oh. The Put
0: only kid the I know shed. that wants to go back to school.
1: Put her in the shed.
0: I'm about to, I need a test. Maybe I need a week off.
1: Yeah, that's, I'm like, I'm hoping I get COVID. I shouldn't say that.
0: We hope you guys don't get COVID. Have a great week into the weekend. We'll be back next week for more Beers and Beards podcast.